Before the bloodbath begins, slither your way over to the host's socials. For the podcast, slash over to Twitter at the BHO underscore podcast. Instagram, the Baron's Hideout Podcast. Then stab over to Dean's Instagram at Dean of the Dead Hot Sauce. Listen to the show on your favorite apps and Patreon. Enjoy the sleigh and try to stay alive. For the next period of time, strap in as the hosts rip and tear at the unsuspecting guests, and which to learn their dark secrets and methods of the genre. In this bloodbath, no one gets out alive. This is within the barrens. I'm your co-host, Dean of the Dead. <laughs> and joining us today is Robbie and Leslie Ann Banfitch, uh, mother and son in real life, and in the upcoming horror sensation, The Outwaters. Let's all die alone in the dark. So, I'm literally in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> so, Robbie, Leslie Ann, how are you, you both doing? Whoever wants to go you first. Come on. Um... I'm doing good. We almost got hit by a bus, though, coming out no, of the No, don't tell me don't that. Don't say that. For anybody who's in a car right driving. Now, no, it, in the car. <laughs> no, it, it, was, it wasn't his fault. The bus just was crazy. <laughs> For once, um, it wasn't his fault. When is he pulling over? <laughs> um, we're by the turnpike. Whenever he sees a place, he'll pull over. I'm doing good. I've just... Um, just um, I don't like You're I not driving. About cars. Yeah. So this is make I feel like um anxiety, but that's all right. But generally I'm all right. <laughs> yeah, I mean this this He the, gets he gets anxiety cuz he doesn't want anything happening to his mom. Yeah, oh, so absolutely. Way with mine, so I mean, we, we all it, care about our mothers. What's the, what's the traffic like on the turnpike? We our traffic in the UK is the worst traffic I've ever seen ever, but do you do you guys get pretty rough traffic over there? Oh. Um, it's going out of Manhattan at rush hour into the Lincoln Tunnel. It's crazy. And everybody's trying to cut you off. And, you know, I was so happy when you said it was delayed 15 minutes because I probably wouldn't have gotten a signal in the tunnel. Yeah. Well, we're here now and uh, we're being as safe as we possibly can be, I guess. <laughs> Robbie is like over there like I'm, I'm he's melting. <laughs> I know. Well, I, just, I should just like cover the screen anyway next question <laughs> <laughs> um so one thing that i always like to kind of do with our guests is bring it back to the beginning and we can go in individually robbie we can start with you is where did the love of filmmaking and writing directing acting and all of this kind of begin i think it would be more interesting to hear from my mom because i probably i was really young and i don't she probably has stuff i don't even know if she answers that all right. Yeah. What do you remember, okay. Mom? Well, he started probably when he was five oh, wow. with a big 
VHS recorder of his dad. And he would do stop motion animation with dinosaurs and toy soldiers. Oh, cool. Yeah. I think it was more like eight ish, eight ish. <laughs> no, you I were five. Okay. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I just, I, um, at first I wanted to be a marine biologist because I love Jaws, but that was like short lived and, and I just always knew I wanted to make movies. So I was lucky in that I always knew I wanted to make movies and, yeah, I don't really remember why it's so I probably just like love movies so much. So I want to make uh like King Kong and Jaws and Jurassic Park and oh, hell Twister. Yeah. Twister. 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 Oh man, that's one I don't hear a lot of people bring up is the love Ooh, of Twister. I love Twister. That holds the record of the movie I've seen the most time in theater. I saw it six times. Wow. That's a great movie. Wow. I loved it so much. Damn, aren't movie. they making a Twister 2 now or something? I think I saw it. Yeah, it's gonna be called Twisters. That. Yeah, Twisters. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully not with a Z. <laughs> um, Leslie Ann, what's what's go with you? Where did like the you know the love of uh, you know you do makeup and you do it professionally? Where did this kind of all begin? Was it like as an early age or did it just that kind of started um... when I was so little? I was playing with baby dolls, and I used to draw mascara on them with ink pen, and I would cut their hair. Oh wow with really dull scissors <laughs> and it, it, it was just it was just something that was in me from the time I was really little I mean because when you're playing with a baby doll you're usually like five or so yep give or take not even well, I I didn't even graduate to Barbies yet <laughs> oh wow wow but I, I love what I do and now people are saying to me my clients are like oh, well, you're going to be a horror movie star. You're not going to do makeup anymore. I said, no, I will always do makeup. I, I love what I do. Yeah. Awesome. More than Robbie covering me in blood. <laughs> <laughs> do you follow kind of people like Tom Savini's work or anything like that? You know, Savini's done like, you know, those, those kind of gory effects <laughs> for years. Oh, you're asking my mom. I don't know who Tom Savini is. <laughs> oh, you've probably I'm seen not, a... I'm not a horror aficionado. That's uh, kind of cool, though. I like that. That's very punk. I love does it. Does beauty and glamour. Yeah. You do look very glamorous, indeed. I, oh, thanks. <laughs> I, I reckon you've probably seen a lot of his work without knowing that it's him that did it. But, yeah, he's a, he's a bit of a kind of horror legend when it comes to gross effects and makeup and stuff like that. Well, I normally don't like gross effects, but, you know, I support my son in whatever gross things he wants to do when it oh, comes man. to horror. <laughs> there were some gross effects in this movie, I'm telling you. Oh, we, yeah. Yes, I was we'll a little shocked you. at the thing I won't mention. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I also... Wait, I'm sorry. How far are you from pulling up? Just, like, give me an estimate for oh, my angle. Can I turn the camera around so you can see what we're sitting in? Just tell me how far you are from... Far, it, we are in bumper. All right, bumper so you'll be driving this whole time. Okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> he's, he's so cute when he's nervous. <laughs> this real is fun. Like, this has to be Dean. I think the best interview we've had. I'm loving yet. it, man. I'm, I'm loving it. <laughs> well, Rob, just so you know, it's bumper to bumper. We're we're doing like 20 miles an hour. You look like you're going fast. Yeah. No, no, we are not. We're all right, all right. <laughs> I think as long as you're not behind the wheel yourself, you're totally fine. But no. he's a bad driver. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to be the Sorry, extra set? Dad, love you. You have to be the extra set of eyes for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Not a bad driver. 
not a bad driver. A, like one of the like rides people's asses and shit. Oh, okay. The aggressive <laughs> type. Yeah, I get you. Like he's not bad at driving. So Hi, Keith. A tailgate. <laughs> Love you, Keith. He's driving very Love calmly. You. He said he loves you. Great. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> oh, so can we're... I tell you a really cute story about Robbie and his stepfather? Sure. This is an Please. open book now. Please Let's do, do it. it, I guess. Robbie's okay with it. I'll tell you. I'm sure it's fine. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? No. Right before we got married? No, I don't. Well, Robbie puts family and friends in his movie, so of course he had to put my husband in his next movie, Tinsman Road. Don't who, spoil anything from that. I, I'm not going to. Um, he thinks I don't know what I'm talking about here. So he says to me right before our wedding, Mom, do you think you and Keith will be together forever? And I go, well, I hope so. We're getting married in a few weeks. And he's like, oh, good, because he's a really good actor. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's not because you love him so much. And he's like, no, I love him, but he's a really good actor. <laughs> uh, and also a quick update. If my camera starts freaking out, it's just because it is possessed. I have a new one on the way. So oh. just, just ignore it if it starts freaking out. Probably some creature from the outwaters. <laughs> I know, Ooh. right? It's actually really, really funny because it, it only started freaking out after I watched Skin and Marink and the screener of the outwaters that we got is when it started freaking Ooh. out. So, uh, you know, indie low-budget horror is definitely uh, messing around with my technology over here. But I love it. Mm. Um, I bet. And I also... like your background. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Also, this will probably be releasing close to the theatrical um, run of the film. So that way, if we do talk about any kind of spoilers or anything like that, um, people... Can you cut things? Yeah, whatever you need to... You should cut. put it out earlier because this could go viral. Okay, yeah, I mean, Robbie... Or not viral, but get you... Yeah, it could get more attention for the movie, just uh, to be real. I mean, we can technically put this up whenever because I talked to... Uh... But... That's your call. I was just saying, like, you no, might no, be no. missing the opportunity. I mean, like, if if you're telling us to do it, I'm going to do it. Why the hell not? Do it. I love Maybe we should stream it live. I love you guys. <laughs> All right, back. Back yes, in. Back on the wheels. Back, back. on the wheels. Um, Dean, uh, I know you have a few questions over there. I'll, I'll let you uh, swing a couple before I dive into my book. Yeah, so, Robbie, just talking about filmmaking, like you said, or we're talking about, you know, being into stop motion animation, stuff like that. Is this your first film? feature is out what was your first feature no. did you kind of, have you done a few short did you start off doing shorts and then go into kind of making feature length uh i got like 50 ish shorts through the course of my life um wow, technically cool. my first feature was my thesis film it's an hour long so that falls under feature um i don't tech i don't personally consider it a feature um because yeah. for me a feature has to be like an hour and 15 in my mind um yeah. but technically it's, and then my first feature is actually called Ex Valis and it's all shot and edited, but it needs an original score. So Outwaters is technically my third feature, but the first one that I'm putting into the world in any like real capacity. Yeah, right, man. And then obviously, you know, you wrote it, directed it, acted in it, music in it. Like, man, mm -hmm. that's, uh, that's, you're a talented dude. <laughs> How was it doing, you know, like just kind of, you know taking the helm doing all the, all these different things did you find that tough or did you just kind of chuck yourself into it, punk it's, style just what, it? it's what i'm used to and i like doing most aspects of it so it's just fun cool. it's like hard work but it's fun like i love editing so that was cool. the lengthiest that's kind of all Robbie, you, i'm sorry to interrupt do you want us to pull over because we please like but yeah, in a safe it, it place anxiety like, a little bit <laughs> yeah i know he gets 
He gets like really a, nervous. Just pulling like right a, here. A safe place. Yes, we're pulling into a strip mall. Okay. Her. Uh, Ooh, no, there's I a Michaels. I could buy Christmas decorations. Oh, yeah. <laughs> have, her, have her go through Michaels as we're doing the interview. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Robbie always says I have to keep up my Christmas decorations till he comes home. So one time I had a Christmas tree up until Easter. But that's why this, I was a holiday decorator on the side. I've done restaurants, dental offices, oh, wow. hotels. So I'm a Christmas freak. And so I had to take our live tree down. It wasn't going to last till February. So I put up three new trees so we could, because he always wants to celebrate Christmas together. Babe, pull up under a good light. <laughs> of course, yes. You always got to look your best. <laughs> oh, look, see, the lighting's better here in the mall. <laughs> you know, Jersey, it's famous for malls. Did, did um I answer your question? I can't remember now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's all right. No, I'm, oh, I'm, you did. Yeah, you did, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're just, yeah, we're just talking about you, kind of. Yeah, just uh, you know, doing it all kind of on your own terms and uh, oh. everything. You know, the directing and just being at the helm of, of everything. And and yeah, I guess. Yeah, man, the passion really comes through. It's it's a badass movie, man. It's very intense. Thanks. It really, really is. And I, I tried. I, well, you you succeeded. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I want to throw one to uh, Leslie Ann. Um, you said that you, you always support Robbie in, in his works and whatnot. So when it came to this film, was it shocking with what he was going for and what you had to do in it and, and whatnot? Or was it kind of like the, a norm for you? Like, oh, well, this is just Robbie. I'm used to this. Well, no spoilers, but there was one part that was quite shocking that I said, do you really have to put that in there? <laughs> But um, I think that's what made it stand apart from all the other sound footage. Is that the bit of the end? The end by chance? <clears throat> um, you you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. I think I mean, so. Yeah, yeah. We can talk say, about it. We can definitely talk first, about it. We can spoil it right now. I don't want to spoil. No, okay, no, no, no. All right, Robbie says no. no. <laughs> um, but I, I can say I that. Want, I don't want it either. I don't want to spoil that. Okay. That um, is quite shocking. Um, I can say that the first time I showed it to her and it's very first cut, which was way different and even weirder, um, like literally like after she watched the whole movie, she was just like, hmm, that was interesting. <laughs> yeah, but I totally get it. It, it. it was way weirder the first time around. Now it has more of a story and, and stuff. I mean, the movie is, you know, very, I'm not going to say it's all over the place because it's, it's pretty straightforward what it's going for, but then it really it throws you through the ringer for a little bit. And you're like, what the hell is going on here? Um, like, Dean and I were asking ourselves, like, is it this? Is it that? Is it this? And this is what I love about films like this. It's like there, like there is a narrative there, but you're still kind of guessing like, okay, what is actually going on here? And then when everything starts going crazy, you're like, oh, okay, I think I think I get it now. And I, I think that's why this movie is so brilliant is because it it really makes you think a lot. And also the way that you're doing all the camera work and a lot of the time you're not seeing exactly what's happening. And I kind of like that. It's a lot of audio. There's a lot of yeah. audio stuff going oh, yeah, on. And really I love nice. that about films. And I think that that in itself is masterclass, man. You you nailed it with, with audio in this one for sure. 
think it was probably the most elaborate thing about it i initially didn't even wasn't even thinking about like that it would have sound design i was like oh it's found footage and keep everything totally raw um but then once i saw the possibilities then i was just it was really fun to work on that i've never done i've always done the sound design for my movies but i never it was always pretty like ordinary basic things that you know this was just like a whole new um prod like project yeah, yeah. So right at the very right at the very beginning of the film it's really intense so i kind of played it through and i was listening through my headphones and when you got that really kind of excessive screaming i was like whoa this is really intense from the word go and then the voices kind of start morphing you would say kind of like like an evil dead influence in there with the voices that kind of no i love evil dead but that wasn't in my mind i'm <laughs> right. trying to think of what was in my mind for that I don't know if any particular movie was in my mind for the audio thing. I just oh, you know what? Maybe um, Event Horizon. Oh, oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, that's another one. That was terrifying. Event yeah. Horizon, yeah. I do love that one. I know some. <laughs> well, he actually knows a lot. Well, because um, he forced me to watch them growing up, so you know now uh, I never was like a big horror fan, but. Of course, now I'm becoming a big horror fan, but I saw uh, in the theaters The Exorcist. Oh, wow. Nice. Was the, <clears throat> I was in high school. One of the scariest things. And I, I swore when I was reading the book that my bed started shaking. I wow. really thought my bed was shaking. Wow. And then I know this is kind of obscure, but one of my favorite horror films is What Lies Beneath. That's oh, a great movie. I love that movie. That's a very good film. It's actually. so classy. That movie. Oh, I'm yeah. so classy. I like classy horror films. <laughs> um, but you know what I'm jealous of is my mom saw Grizzly in theaters. Oh wow! I don't even. I don't even remember. He took me. Oh wait, one of my favorites, Piranha 3D. Oh yes, I mean yeah, that's a classic. <laughs> I saw that with Robbie. Yes, he makes me. I saw the Blair Witch with him. Um. Yeah, I, I've seen so many. I I couldn't even tell you. There was, was one about she saw the. If you're talking about obscure things, she saw the original Grizzly in theaters in the 70s. Yeah, that's nuts. That's very cool. That's really nuts. He's um, Black Christmas. I'm an you, old saw lady. Black, you saw Black Christmas in the theaters, right? Back oh, that I would have loved to see that in the theaters. Yeah, that's an intense film. That was, you know, I was a teenager in the mid 70s, so. There were some Jaws. good films out. So annoyed. I, I mean, I guess I've seen most of them in, in the theater now because I can go to Quentin Tarantino's theater. But oh, nice. Just, like, Jaws for the first time ever in the theater, like when no one had really seen it. I'm jealous. Wicked. We did. They do a thing over here. It's like they call it like secret cinema, and there's like all these. Um, there's another one I think called Lunar Cinema, and they show Jaws outside on a big screen, and everyone sits in rubber dinghies in a huge swimming pool watching it. I'm mm -hmm. like. Oh, I don't fancy that. I <laughs> wanted to do terrifying. that so badly. They were it doing would... that around me. Oh, but... it'd be. I, I would love. I would love to do it. To be fair, but I'd be. Oh, my imagination. I'd be terrified. Yeah. I want to do it. <laughs> I think the coolest. The coolest thing I ever saw in cinema. And it wasn't really horror, but was uh, Labyrinth with uh, Jim Henson's Labyrinth. That was oh, one yeah. of my favorite films with David Bowie. Oh yeah, that was good. I remember seeing. Um, um, hey, I was, David I was, Bowie was one of my very first concerts that I saw at Madison Square Garden in the seventies. 
Right. Okay. He, yeah. he used to go to Pink Floyd concerts. That's no, awesome. I didn't. Unfortunately, my husband oh. did. But I went to see Jethro Tull, Led Zeppelin. Oh yeah, I'm jealous of that cool. one. Oh man. Yeah, I know. My son is pretty jealous of all the concerts I saw. You when got I was a, you got a cool mum, Robbie. You have got a very cool. <laughs> Super supportive in crazy hey. movies. Drenched in blood. Come on, man. That's great. <laughs> well, what the the scene that is on the poster um, of my face covered in blood. Yeah. Mm. I came home after a double makeup work day, 13 hours, walk in the door, and I see my $1,700 ball and claw foot tub filled with blood. <laughs> <laughs> and I freaked out. And well, like, but oh it's, a, it's but it's a tub like it doesn't stain. Well, I didn't know. All <laughs> I know was a very expensive tub. So he's like, "Mom, mom, you know, I just need to cover you in blood, and I just have to film you for a little bit." And I'm like, "Are you kidding me? I just <laughs> had a 13 hour work day. I'm exhausted. Please, mom, just cover yourself in blood." So I covered myself in blood, and and that was the famous. Uh, poster shot that's so cool yeah both so of I the posters that came it. up pretty cool yeah keith garrett designs is amazing super super cool and i love the tagline too we all die in the dark it's it's so ominous and so scary you know because it's it's scary because it's so true you know <laughs> that's the that's thing. true it's so it's so true and that's what's so scary about it um, but you know, I, you you were talking about you uh, you saw Blair Witch and a lot of people, um, and I don't know if this was the intent, uh, Robbie, for the marketing on this. Was it being kind of like Blair Witch with the you know people being missing and whatnot? Was that an, an intent that you well, wanted to do? Um, none of uh, I I had talked to my distributors about the fact that no one's going to believe that we're missing. Like yeah. that's been done. I didn't want to try to do that but the the specific missing poster was just like a you know not even a nod like that's just like hey oh you won Blair Witch and it's just like fun fun I I we were never trying to make people think we were actually missing just yeah. um because now we are what <laughs> now, now we are where you, you said mommy and I said where are you oh on Twitter <laughs> yes Oh. And and then uh, <laughs> some really famous big shot horror reviewer said something to you about, oh, I've gotten so many of these, the, the scary boxes you were sending. And so I tweeted at him, but he didn't tweet back. I guess I'm not big enough. Tweet I at everybody. Literally tweet at everybody. I know. Everybody. Hey, I'm into this. You know, I'm 63 and I might have like a little modicum of fame. I don't know. Um, even though that. I am on a commercial with Christopher Maloney from Law and Order, I do have some moments of fame. Oh wow! Um, it, but uh, I so I tweeted at the guy. He he's like, "Oh, I get these all the time." And I go, "Don't you care about my son? Aren't you going to help me find my son?" So I'm totally playing into this whole thing. It's That's really, great. I love it's it. It's so much fun. I love it. Um, oh, I love Robbie's it. I love probably it, annoyed with me because no, just well. Like, the, uh, I'm constantly tweeting. Just if any of the housewives that follow me tweet, just like don't try to talk to the housewives. There's a delicate balance. I would never try to talk to the housewives, and I heard they're trying to get rid of Housewives of New York City. Rob, I hate to break it to you. Um, no, 
Andy I've Cohen that. said Andy Cohen said to not believe everything you read, so I'll trust Andy. <laughs> yeah, I saw that, but oh yeah, it's happening. Um, although it won't be the same without Ramona. Sorry, he guys. Loves Kyle Richards. Yeah, Kyle Richards is my favorite. Uh, I want to work with Kyle Richards in a horror movie. He's beautiful. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Um, but once I lost, uh, there was something we were talking about before all of that. I forgot. So sorry. No, no, you're good. We were just talking about the, the marketing and the boxes oh, oh, that happen. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I wanted to make a point about that. Uh, it's just a pet peeve. I'm finding that I'm um, doing interviews. I can vent a lot of my horror pet peeves. So in found footage movies, after the first Blair Witch Project and maybe like one or two more, whenever it says this footage was found, there's... A part of the brain where the audience is like no it wasn't we know it wasn't so in mine i just wanted it to to kind of like not say that but just yeah. have the you know like you're supposed to be watching this but it doesn't tell you what you're watching so just wanted to express that okay okay makes sense that makes sense um so another thing with the marketing too that's been popping up that's really cool were these boxes I just, that's some really cool shit, too. I'm jealous of everybody that's getting them. <laughs> um, I don't know. that. Did you see the cake that I bought Robbie at Walmart with the bloody what? hand? And it said, congrats, Rob, when he came home to congratulate him on. I'll tweet you know. it. <laughs> can, I'll send it to them and they can use oh, it. Yeah, in. the guy at Walmart was so helpful. And I told them, you know, of course, because I brag to anybody who will listen about my son. Oh. And he was like really into it. And I said, I want a cake for him to congratulate him. His horror film, you know, just got purchased and it's going to be distributed. And he's like, it was Halloween. And okay. he goes, I have a cake in the back with a bloody hand on it. And I said, that's perfect. So that's what he had waiting for him when he came home to visit. A bloody hand cake. Yeah. Oh yeah. But it looks like the bloody handprint on the boxes. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, Dean, I'll let you uh, throw a couple questions to you, man. Yeah. So you you shooting in the desert. What were some of the challenges of like shooting out in the desert? Pooping. Like, super hot out there. <laughs> kind of. Um, did you spend a lot of time out there? Did you have to kind of keep breaking for some shade or like? I mean, um, we don't get me. We don't. It's we're freezing over in the UK, so. It was mostly pooping and um yes. Uh we were swarmed by bees and we had to like run. Oh, um wow. that was but that was just once. And um wind. Yeah. But That's I figured out how well to in the film how to keep the wind in so that it sounds realistic, but hopefully not annoying. So um yeah wind but the main one was just like literally like we actually were not close to anything so um very primal taking a crap and then burying it <laughs> Ew, uh, like a bear i wow. hope you brought toilet paper with you gorilla filmmaking at its finest yeah pick some of those in the boxes oh my god <laughs> yeah you you got an exclusive scoop yeah, that's it. Yeah, we haven't found we haven't found the people in the film, but we have found these. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. I yeah. I don't know. Like I've um, always I, wanted to go to to some desert or a part of a desert and just to see how it is. But man, the area that that you are in in the Mojave and everything, it, look, it looks beautiful on on film. But I would not want to be there. <laughs> 
<laughs> and after this film, I love you definitely it. don't want to be there. <laughs> I really, I really love it. And so I love going to the desert. At this point, I've been so many. I mean, it's only a few hour drive to certain, like most of the places. Um, but now I was kind of like looking for excuses to be like, oh, I kind of oh, feel like this need this scene, aka like, let's go to the desert for the day or camp. Um, yeah, I love it out there. Yes, it's uh, a great place, man. They're they're really airy places. I say they're they're very kind of they can be really airy places. Like I've I've camped in the Sahara Desert before, and that was just really weird. Waking up in the morning, like fuck, I'm in the Sahara Desert, and like just looking out, and there's nothing for miles. And and my parents used to live in Australia, uh, in Perth on the west coast, so there was just deserts everywhere, and like the pinnacles with all the rocks kind of sticking up. So that I find them fascinating places, even though it's just barren land for miles. Yeah, the- really creepy. I I like the colors. Oh yeah, the pop, especially seeing it through the mm. the lens of this film, it is beautiful. And the sunset too, the way you captured the sunsets were so beautiful. Like you, you obviously you can't get that in the city. And like I was telling Dean, like when the scene happened, I was like, this is such a beautiful shot. And then everything just goes sideways once that happens. Once this everything goes down in this film is. It's crazy and i love the journey that this this film has and how it, you know it makes you kind of disoriented because you're like you don't know what's going on and that's i think the the whole beauty of this film is being so disoriented because i've never felt like this watching film before this disoriented oh, cool thanks that is really nice of you to say well, I mean, yeah. thank you for creating this this masterpiece. It legit is an No, you can't call it a masterpiece. It really, I know. It I, is. I, I'm afraid it, like the hype is so big about this movie, you know. Um I think it is a masterpiece even though it's not my style of film, you know. Yeah. But just that he did everything from sound design to editing to acting to singing to special effects like I I saw the special effects I said, "How did you do that?" <laughs> and he's like, I just went on YouTube, but actually, so, like, there was know. like, there was one thing I needed to look up. The other stuff I kind of knew how to do because I've been making, you know, I know like what kind of blood looks good or not, whatever. Um, mm. um, I just hate it, and you'll see like a hundred million dollar movie, and the blood looks like purple. I'm like, what? Um, but most of the stuff that was created, um, I just used like logic to make, and then if it didn't look right, I would just make it better. Uh, there. I, the only thing I had to. Oh, I don't want to spoil. There was one thing I had to look up to make. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I found a YouTube video. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah! Well, well, you gotta watch the movie to find out what he's talking about. <laughs> it's actually not. Yeah, I, I do some else. special effects, and uh, I found out from YouTube how to do a bullet hole, how to, and I felt so bad because I posted. I did a bloody gashed up leg and i posted it on my instagram and i said oh my god i i cut my leg mowing the lawn and people were freaking out like <laughs> you need to go to the hospital i'm like oh it must be good because they people were mad at me and i'm like i'm really sorry i just wanted to test out if my special effects work was good <laughs> oh yeah we also she also posted when one time when she visited me i live right by the blue scientology building that's in all like the going clear documentary and so we had her take a picture right in front of it, like with a blank face saying, like, finally found my space or something like that. Oh, and first oh wow. That's awesome. That, that was, was Robbie's my idea, face. of course. Robbie's very clever like that. And people were freaking out about that. 
Hell yeah, hell yeah. You should do that again. People will have forgotten by now. But we don't want to piss off the Scientologists. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I'm right there with Robbie. Who gives a shit? Scientology is They're literally my neighbors. Like, you know, I see them every day and they're... Yeah, I like that he lives... I mean, literally, you could throw a rock and hit the Scientology building. But I like that he lives there because it's safe because they have so much security there. So I feel a little more comfortable with him living right Um, here. There's actually a shot that I, I made sure to get the Scientology building in the Outwaters. So like, there's did? A I don't remember that. Well, I, I didn't film the sign because that would be distracting, but I filmed the building through my window, through the trees. So if you see a blue building when there's a thunderstorm, that's the Scientology building. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I'm going to have to rewatch that, which is a good thing because I'm going to be rewatching it tomorrow night at the uh, Cinema Salem because I, I live in Massachusetts, so I'm going to be right there That's for the early That's so screening. awesome that you're going tomorrow night in Salem, no less. Yeah, and Home what's, of the witches. What's also and really Tim cool. is going to play How Come That Blood Before, which is yeah. he's one of my favorite musicians since high school, since Cold Mountain came out and I discovered him. Um, so that he's going to play that song that he was gracious enough to give me for the movie like before it's just cool and i'm kind of jealous i'm not there yeah i mean it was also really cool is um we actually recently just became friends with um damien maffey who played um the devil and in, in haunt and he was in um strangers pray at night and he's going to be there for the screening tomorrow so that's really really cool i'm going to be meeting <laughs> him in person so he's going to be watching your film going to be seeing that it's it's an awesome time to be a horror fan right now, to be honest, with all the amazing stuff coming out, especially indie. And I've been saying this a lot, like the future of horror is indie. It really, really is. And you now, Robbie, folk like you, and even like Kyle with Skin and Marink and a bunch of other stuff that's been coming out, you're pushing boundaries that, you know, bigger studios would not want to do. Thanks. They it's say fun. that horror films are bringing people back to the theater. That's true. It's very true. Super duper true. <laughs> ter- ter- terrifier kind of, pre- you know, with that as well. You know, they, they never never saw that coming. And it just kept, you know, week after week after week after week. And, you know, people just kept coming to see it and pumping, you know, millions into the <laughs> Terrifier. Part. And I, that's great because everyone's like, okay, and so now you get the biggest studios going, holy shit, we need to make films like this. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why. Manville Cinemas, where Robbie grew up, I of course tried to promote him to the you know Manville Cinemas, and I, I talked to the manager Steve, and and I said you know he grew up there, he saw Blair Witch there, you mm. know, and it, it would be really cool, and I can't believe that out of all the cinemas in New Jersey, that the one cinema that's playing his film is in Manville. Yeah, uh, I used I to like walk there after school by myself and yeah. sneak into R-rated movies and buy tickets for oh, like, yeah. You know. Well, I I said he doesn't really believe things that I believe, which you'll find mm-hmm. out in his next film. But um, <laughs> I said that um, I think it's his dad from heaven, like saying, "Yeah, Rob, I'm going to get this film in Manville." <laughs> and his I dad, because I think it's because Reading Cinemas happens to have a cinema in Manville. I think it's your dad. Cute. Well, we you can see all that. He doesn't believe in that stuff. You can see all that in Tinsman Road. Yes, Tinsman Road. That one, that one. Robbie and I are co-stars. That's actually so cool that you're you're co-stars in in this one too, though. What, Rob? 
we're co-stars in this one too. Yeah. I'm not a star. Yes, you are. Oh, oh now you I know mean, what you mean. Oh, you. You mean she's not like a big star in this film? You really do. Like, yeah, you may not. No, be I have a tiny part. part. It's very important, though. Like, you, you may not be, like, physically there on screen, but your audio is there. And it's super important to the, to what's going on in I the am physically on screen. I know. But no, no. They're, they're saying that even though you're not on screen a lot, your presence is there a lot. And all the audio things you did when you're not on screen are really yes. important as well. So you are a very big part of the movie, even though you're not physically on screen a lot, yes. is what they're saying. Well, yeah. Robbie always tells me I'm a great actress. I go, Rob, yeah. I don't really consider myself an actress. I just do whatever you tell me to do. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, well, that's what makes a good mom. It's so natural. <laughs> but I, I really cry on demand. Very she can well. cry. Like she's, I have I her crying in all three like of them. a little bitch. <laughs> I would love to see you in more movies, Leslie Ann. I think you're great. Oh, the next one, <laughs> I, I had a really good, really good cry on demand session. Um, the next one really kind of show like the next one she's basically the main character besides me um and I'm behind the camera a lot once again because it's found footage totally different by the way totally different vibe story totally like, different yeah I, I but, love his next film I love it you know the outwarders I I, lo I love it because I appreciate his brilliance but it's not something brilliant. I would have gone to see as a 63 year old woman you know <laughs> I would have made her see it though if I didn't make it he would have he would have but no the next one really showcases uh her chops oh yeah you're gonna be a superstar <laughs> in the in acting, hey. in, in acting see, world <laughs> Robbie is very shy and I don't know how he became a shy kid when me and his dad were totally um i don't know if i should say it, media whores like like we love attention attention whores i mean well i'm media too because i've been in commercials they always throw me in there oh leslie ain't get in there you know because they know i can't act but she loves I, it. what Said i love loves it. it loves it loves it that's hot that's hot. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are great, man. I'm loving this. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's like you, just, I'm loving it too. I'm just so mad that I didn't have amazing. my beautiful background that I set oh, up. <laughs> you guys, and I guess when the movie comes out and up and up into the release, I'm guessing you're going to be doing this a lot. As a, lot a cinematographer, stuff. I'm having a real problem with that truck in the background, that bulbous ass truck. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I had Keith holding the camera for a while because my arm started getting tired. Is that better? Yes. No, I was gonna no do, not, do not move, honey, please. No, no, I wasn't meaning move. So how long did it take you to shoot the movie? How how, how long what was... Um, did you kind of Shooting do it over days, maybe like 25 days total, but I did like two, a main shoot, and that was like five days, plus a little mm. like the slice of life stuff was sprinkled about whenever that mm. that was all like literally like an hour here an hour there like because my friends who are in it i hang yeah. out with regularly anyway um and then we did a big reshoot slash adding more scenes uh, like a year and a half later and then maybe like six one to two day random shoots so yeah. like 20 to 25 days oh, okay total i thought it was gonna be way more than that i mm. think it's about 25 if it wasn't for the reshoot it would have gone really quickly and much 
less costly. Mm-hmm. Did you did you fund the whole project yourselves as well? Um, yeah, I I just I was working at Greenpeace, like um, the nonprofit, and uh, I funded the movie just like after I paid rent and stuff. Like you know, yeah. it, it, it was really weird, but it was like renting a car and and like yeah, fake blood. Wow, that's so cool! I love that whole DIY ethic. That's punk Gorilla ethic, man. Filmmaking at its finest, really. I always had uh, gallons of fake blood under my sink when Robbie lived with me. And <laughs> funny thing is, I just, I just sold the condo recently and the guy contacted me and he goes, look what I found when I was taking the wallpaper down in your bedroom. And Robbie had written with his finger in paint, red rum on the wall. <laughs> oh, that is so awesome. I don't know. If oh, I, I don't even remember Robbie. that. <laughs> well, I know it was you because I didn't. No, write. I never did that. That was probably the people before us. No, Robbie, it was. Why you. would I write red rum on the wall? As a because team? you were sleepwalking. No, you were little. You were you little. Had a twitchy thumb as well. That that wallpaper was up for twenty five years. You for, were little, and you for where stuck your hand in the paint in Bridgewater. Bridgewater, yeah. No, mom, we moved to Bridgewater when I was like 13, 12. I wasn't little. I was like, well, a you did it. I wouldn't have written red. <laughs> okay, whatever. We're not, we're, I didn't do it. Okay. <laughs> or did you? Well, I'm just saying that that's something <laughs> a toddler would do. Not Maybe I did. And I thought it would be good press to bring it up. <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm just saying, I think it was the girl that lived there before us. Anyway, whatever. This is... <laughs> <laughs> um, he always has to argue with his mother. Even over the minor things, <laughs> um, Leslie and I have a I have a question for you. Um, this is a makeup question for the film. Like, how much of the makeup did you do? Did Robbie kind of like, you know, go more with just the effects, or was he kind of lead letting you lead the charge on? Nope, Robbie did everything. Oh, really? yeah, she she didn't do makeup on this. She wasn't around for most of the shoot because we shot most of it in California. So I would say she did her own makeup. I just um, did my own makeup. Okay. Yeah. But it was supposed to be just normal. Except makeup. for that horrible scene when he surprised me. Yeah, she it's, wanted me to cut that out. And I was like, Absolutely. I want him to cut it out. I, I had my hair was all wet. I had glasses on. I, I look like a slob and, and I look horrible. But he surprised me and I didn't know he was filming me. Uh, and I was getting a haircut. So my <laughs> hair was all wet. But he won't cut it out. He wouldn't cut it out. So. No way. You'll just have to like. You'll just have to deal with this glam right now. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I wasn't sure if if you did any any makeup or anything on this one. So that's really no, good to hear that. My, Robbie was kind of you know. He did everything. And, well, I mean, the girls did their own makeup. Mm-hmm. And I mean, everything in this film, like sound design, you know, imagery that you got going on, the acting, everything is. It's so more much more than just an indie film to me. It feels way bigger than an indie film. And I, and I like that a lot. Um, and Dean, like he was saying, dude, the audio in this for like the booms and everything that starts happening, Ooh. it's loud as hell. And I love it. Love Robbie's it. so good at that. Well, Robbie's good at everything. If I may brag about my kid. <laughs> That's because you're a musician as well, right, Robbie? For fun, not really. Like, oh, okay, like I don't, I have not he has a beautiful haunting voice. I have no I, I have no aspirations to like I was never like someone who wanted to be a musician, is what I'm saying. But I do not want to fun sometimes. Like I write he made an album 
not a real like a i made a few songs they're in the movie so yeah 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 no they're great man there's some really good music going on really haunting music going on but yeah i wondered if that's if you had a background in kind of like audio engineering or even just mixing your own music whether that you kind of pulled those um you know into kind of mixing the audio for for the movie because literally from the word go i listened to it through a set of headphones so i could hear you know get the full audio experience and i was just like holy shit a couple of times i had to take them off because i was like this is freaking me out man but yeah it's yeah, really well done. And then I did like, the sound design in iMovie. <laughs> really? Wow. Oh, yeah. um, Robbie, did Lauren, did Lauren uh, write the Outwaters theme or was Salem? No, Salem wrote the Outwaters theme and um, one of the other songs. Lauren is my friend from New Jersey that I grew up with, and her song is the one that plays over the end credits. It's called Red Hands, and it's amazing. They're all we... so amazing. All the his musician friends are so talented and megan tonjes she is just awesome Very and cool. uh, yeah i think we have pretty much all the cast really coming in and you know everybody who made the music we have him coming on we have salem coming on next week when we were trying to plan everything with you but we're trying to bang everybody out in in one day and there's a lot there's a lot of interviews but it's it's fun. I'm sorry, it's my fault. No, as no, no. There is don't don't ever be sorry. I mean, everybody lives busy lives and whatnot. Anything and, down during the week. And you know the premieres and everything that's coming on right now. You guys got to focus on marketing, especially you, Robbie. You're doing. Everybody's doing such a great job. And one thing that I wanted to bring up is that um, we actually work very closely with Screenbox. Mm. And um, so, how did the acquisition come about for Screenbox? Um, someone saw it at Panic Fest and reached out. Um, Brandon and Brad reached out. Uh, uh, Brandon Hill, yeah, he's really really cool. From um, from seeing it, I believe at Panic Fest. All right, awesome. Yeah, because uh, we do a lot of coverage for Screenbox. Uh, but we're actually pretty close to them. We're not sponsored or anything. Um, maybe one day. Who who knows? Um, but you know, we're pretty close with Alex, with Brandon. Um. Oh, and Brad and all the other ones over there like bloody disgusting. So it was really cool to see that you got, you know, Shudder's got Skin and Marink, which is another, you know, indie um, mm-hmm. sort of found footage, if you want to say that. Um, I wouldn't. Yeah, some people are saying that. I'm like, I don't know if I really believe that. Um, and then you have, you know, Screenbox with the Outwaters. And it's awesome to see that they're both of these movies are getting attention. They rightfully deserve in my opinion thanks i love skin rink yeah i'm me I'm too. going to the world's fair and um there's another but yeah no I, i'm that uh, that was just total luck and chance that kyle and i had our movies coming out around the same yeah, um, like I love all like the um social media stuff that you guys are doing now. Like we're best friends, we <laughs> go out for a cigarette and whatnot. I love all his things with the birds; they're hysterical. Well, the birds is one of my favorite movies, and my favorite scenes are all the scenes with Annie and um and um um Tippy's character's name. I forget Annie and Annie Hayworth, whatever. Um, so and Kyle loves the birds too. So I just I love yeah. Skin and Rink and Outwaters are buddies. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And I'll yeah. see Kyle this week because he's in LA. So Oh yeah, he's doing the um uh the premiere, all right? Or that that's Ooh, special look at the good lighting I'm getting. <laughs> um yes, he'll be here. He'll he'll okay, he'll be here for um the scan rank experience. So I'm going to that 
Hell yeah. I wish I was in that area to go and see it, but I mean, I guess I'm pretty lucky to be close to Salem and go see, you know, an early screening of this in a theater because, like, we got the screening for it, so I just had the experience through my laptop. So to actually be in the cinema... Let me know how the audio is. I tested the DCP last week and uh, sounded good, but okay. I'm still paranoid because every theater has slightly different speakers unless it's a chain or even when they do. Yeah. Like, I saw Halloween Ends with my mom at a theater that shall remain unnamed don't say it mom. <laughs> and um i didn't say anything because i didn't want to ruin my mom's enjoyment of the movie but it was totally projected wrong with the wrong colors and it was like so weird so can't oh so i shouldn't try to get them to play the outwaters please don't <laughs> <laughs> um, but no cinema salem they're really really good over there they're independent but uh i've been going to their theater for a lot but yeah i'll update you on on everything like yeah let's let me know if it sounds like the movie it oh, should. Yeah. I mean, I, I just tested the DCP, so yeah, it's fine. You got it. Um, so, a Rink over here in the UK at the Prince Charles Cinema in Leicester Square, and um, yeah, that, they're really. It's like Tarantino's favorite, one of his favorite cinemas. That was pretty cool. But yeah, I'd love to see Outwaters in there. That'd be cool. That's what they use it a lot for Fright Fest as well. That cinema. Well, Maybe. it'll um, it'll get UK distribution. Yeah, very cool. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of I don't know if it'll be in theaters there. I mean, I would imagine it might, but it will get. You'll be able to see it soon, I think. Yeah, good man. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of people that I know of that are really dying to see it, and I'm lucky because we got the screen box screener. So I'm like, yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> you guys are in for a treat. <laughs> well, we played Dead of Night in near Liverpool, and we played, yeah, I know that one. I know Stu that runs that. Um, yeah, Dead and oh, and I love Stu. Um, Dead and Sudbury right is that yeah um and yeah. um and then yeah so those two in the uk cool man yeah you got grim fest as well over here celluloid screams there's, there's a ton that oh, would yeah. love this movie but yeah Stu's great man i funny enough i was chatting with you earlier on today because i'm working on an anthology myself that's hopefully going to be played at dead of night later this year so yeah man Tell Stu, robbie says hi you got it <laughs> Um, Dean, I don't know if you have any other questions that you have lined up. There I was just, I was kind of interested more in the techie side of things when he, when we were talking about that a minute ago, and he said you kind of did the sound or the audio in um, Iron Movie, right? Mm-hmm. I don't I recommend it, but that's did, what I did. Did you edit it in Iron Movie as well, or did you lose like Final? Cut yeah, Final? it was all done in Iron Movie. Again, wow. I don't, rec- wow. I don't recommend it. That's <laughs> awesome, though. He did a great job, though, man. It was great. Thanks. I also like. I'm not a fan, typically, of like cross dissolves and effects. There's nothing in the movie that's an effect. Like it's all yeah. in camera. There's no. I don't even think. I'm pretty positive. There's no slowing down or speeding up of anything either. All the camera movements are me. Yeah. Doing things. So it in terms of um being able to use iMovie, it's just simple cutting. Um, yeah. Right. Not ideal because it doesn't um export in many options and luckily it's a found footage movie so it doesn't really matter it's gonna yeah. be yeah. the same anyway but um i aim to move on to premiere what, oh, what yeah. did you use to film what camera did you use as well did you use like a canon 70d canon 70D. okay looks beautiful man looks so beautiful everything um Thanks. So another thing I wanted to ask I don't know if this is gonna be leading to any spoilers but I guess we can kind of tiptoe around I'll- it yeah, I'll just tell you if I don't uh, want to. So, um, inspirations for this. Was there uh, certain films or just an idea in your head that um, inspired you to do this? Uh, the original Blair Witch Project for 
the base authenticity wise, what would actually be filmed. I mean, that's just one of my favorite movies. Um, Tree of Life and Knight of Cups and To the Wonder, Terrence Malick, in terms of like how I wanted it to look. But though intentionally, like my character was a Terrence Malick fan, which like such a stretch, not that I have a Terrence Malick book sitting right here. (laughs) Um, But then I also really loved the first half of, I mean, I love Wolf Creek, but I particularly love the first half of Wolf Creek where there's not really much going on in terms of horror and you're just getting to know the characters and it is very slice of life and there's not much drama. I love Wolf Creek. So that is, it was a big one for the first half um picnic at hanging rock in general in terms of visuals can you oh, hear that me? was cool i like that one so those and and then and the the um the tape from event horizon like the little tape okay Ooh. okay yeah mm-hmm. that's awesome okay so, so describe it as like blair witch meets event horizon with terrence malick okay i love Wolf. There's a lot of things. This I, I'm trying not to ask things that may be spoiler, but there's like a lot of things going out there that are people are saying this is a cosmic horror movie. Do you agree on that? Um, you'd have to. Then there probably isn't even an official <laughs> definition of a cosmic horror movie. Like, you know, so, um, in a way, everything's cosmic because we're in yeah. the cosmos. Obviously, this deal, you see some things that. Yeah. Um, I understand why they're saying that. I, I wasn't like I'm going to make a cosmic horror movie or anything, but I there is a lot of that vibe. Yeah, I saw I someone saying this is a, an indie Lovecraftian horror film. I'm like, I can kind of get on that train. I can kind of get on that. Um, but like I said, there's a lot of things that go on in this film that lead you asking questions like that. Like, what is this? Or is this something of its own fruition? And I think it's kind of... <clears throat> it's so original and so out there that i don't really want to pin it on one thing and that's another reason why i really like this film (laughs) it's it's very like to your imagination and be like okay you kind of have to you know fill in some of the blanks here because like i said you're not getting a lot of um visual cues it's a lot more audio and like it's that's what's leading a lot of the narrative which i really really enjoy um not a lot of films like to rely on audio that much it's always about visual um cues and whatnot and you taking the leap to do that in a found footage i think is is brilliant thanks it was fun and i want more i want more so i need i need more um robbie films i really really do <laughs> well the other two are so they're all very different hey i love that i love variety <laughs> um and then yeah, they're the obviously road was all in new jersey and uh you're not allowed to say anything about that. It's going to be at a festival in March. Yeah, I know. So I want to save it for that. But it's it's basically like a mystery drama horror. It's oh, yeah. shot on mini DV in the four by three format. Um, and it's uh, emotional. Hell yeah, dude. I, I'll keep my out for that one for sure. Uh, Dean, do you have any uh, other questions you want to throw, man? I'm done, man. I had a few more, but they just, I don't want to give, uh, we're not doing spoilers, so I can't really use them. So I don't know. <laughs> I guess, just, I guess, uh, um, what was your kind of favorite horrors growing up? Have you always been a horror fan? What are your biggest? Yeah, I always, I always loved horror. My favorite horror movie is Candyman. Okay. Yeah. Um, Jaws has always 
been my favorite movie in general. So Jaws has just always been my favorite movie. That's hard too. But um, and leaving Jaws out, Candyman is my favorite horror. Session nine. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Session um, nine. Wow, you're bringing up a lot of ones. People don't talk about that much. I was going to say Candyman. You don't often hear people say my favorite movie. And it was, it's like, yeah, that was a great movie, wasn't it? That it's was a wonderful. great movie. See, she likes horror. It just has <laughs> oh, he, he made me go to all of them. I had to take him to the Angelica Theater in Manhattan to see Session 9. And that was um, really yeah. creepy. It was like my birthday present. That's awesome. You guys I just really wanted to see movie. Session 9. I was like, can we just go see it and see? Tell him about your last present at staying in a haunted inn. Oh, oh there's this um in in New Hope, Pennsylvania that is really the old. Logan and- when I was little, like my dad took me on ghost tours in, in the town that it's in, and they would always talk about this haunted room. And there was a, I think it was like a star ledger or uh, anyway, the big article. Anyway, I finally got to stay in the haunted room that I've been wanting to stay in since I was like six. Thanks, mom. That's I love awesome. you. If you ever come to Salem, you got to stay in the Hawthorne Hotel because that's haunted too. I want to go to Salem. I've been to Salem, but if I come to Salem, I want to visit where all that, because the Real Housewives of New York went to Salem for like (laughs) a three-day thing, and I want to go to all those places, and then also obviously other places, but my priority is like finding out where like some of these fights went down in some of these restaurants. I mean, if you're going to be there for the Salem Horror Fest in April, we will be there, so come on down. If you ever come to the UK, there's a lot of haunted stuff going on over here. (laughs) <laughs> I've been to the UK. I love it. Oh, cool. Which part? Which where have you been? To London? Yes, I I saw um Buckingham Palace. Uh, yeah. All over my friend and I, my friend Jen, she was my travel buddy. Uh we went to London, we went to Germany, we went to Hungary. Um but I loved London. And I liked yeah. the food. People were saying, Oh, the food's terrible. I loved the food. I just got all the things that Londoners eat, like bangers and mashed. And, you know. Even mashed though I think they could kill their beer a little bit more. Yeah, we did. Uh, we're into the craft. Everyone's getting the craft beer at the minute. So, yeah, we do. A lot of our lagers over here are terrible, but um, it's all craft beer at the minute, which is. I'm hoping I'll have a chance to go there for some kind of festival i'm hoping oh, man. Yeah, they'll you fly me be. out i'm hoping something where they'll fly me out also like breakfast i speak um fairly good french my accent's good so i was like trying to tell the uh, international um sales agent like i would really like to go to france so i can dub my own voice in french just but i really just want to go back to paris and make out with boys. <laughs> oh yeah man that's awesome that was another present for mom i took him to paris Paris is great. I love Paris. I've been there about four times. I love Montmartre. There's the area, the artist district, Montmartre, up near the Sacre Coeur, is uh, a place where you can just sit and drink wine and people watch all day. I love it there. We loved it. I had such a great time with Robbie, even though I really worried about him when he would go out to bars really late and I'm just laying there thinking, oh, oh my God, is he going to come well, home? So I went to <laughs> one bar by myself the last night called La Carre in La Marais district. And I was finally like because we were together the whole time um but i was finally like okay i'm at the gay bar i can like you know hook up or something and we was talking to this hot spanish guy and then she started yelling at me on the phone to come back and, she, <laughs> and, oh, he t- and he took me to a gay bar and you know i was 
thinner and and younger than and and of course in a gay bar full of gay men i get this one guy hitting on me and robbie was sneakily taking pictures of this guy <laughs> hitting on me and he would go oh you look like the bobby doll the bobby doll <laughs> i was much younger then you know now i'm not the bobby doll anymore maybe plus size barbie but what are you um, gonna do getting off track <laughs> no you're lovely we want to see we want to see more leslie ann definitely you will she's in so much tinsman road yeah, and uh, that's another thing I wanted to ask too. Is Leslie Ann? Is there anything else that you're doing outside of Robbie's realm and and anything uh, professional right now? Is there anything anybody can look out for? Well, I'm in a national commercial with Christopher Maloney. Um, for a blip, you could see me doing his makeup from Law and Order. Look out for that commercial. All right, go on YouTube yes. right now and look it up. What's it for, Mom? What's the commercial for? It's it's for uh, Tommy Copper um there there are things for people who work out like bandages that you would put um, on your elbow if you're sore and so he's a spokesperson for tommy copper and okay. a good friend of mine uh <laughs> i'm really happy that ashley sent me that gig because oh, now oh. I'm a commercial and my brother calls me he goes we were just walk watching the hall i didn't even know i was in it and um they just you know, we're doing behind the scenes. I didn't realize they were filming me touching him up. So he's like, I was watching the Hallmark Channel with my wife and I I swear it was you touching up uh, Christopher Maloney. I'm like, what? I didn't know that. That's awesome. But do you have any things that you're working on that people can look out for, like a project is what they're asking? No, I do a lot of um, commercials, pharmaceuticals. Yeah, you know, um, oh, I just did a thing about uh, the Princeton uh, legendary coach from Princeton University. That is a documentary that's going to be on, I think it's CBS. Okay. Okay. Half the time I go to work, I don't even know who I'm working for or what I'm doing. But <laughs> that was really fun. It was a, a legendary coach from Princeton University who passed away recently. So they're doing a documentary on him. I did the I did some work on the Janet Jackson documentary. Oh, wow. That's awesome. No, I didn't work with her, but... It's still awesome, not having that as a credit. That's really, really cool. But the coolest thing my mom did was she was the makeup artist on the reality show, The Sorrentinos, which is an offshoot of Jersey Shore. Oh, yes. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice, nice. Yes. I'm very I proud did, of my um, Jersey roots. I did <laughs> all the Sorrentino family, um, you know, the situation and... His mom, who I adore, and uh, his brothers, and his sister. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I, I did the makeup for his cool. beautiful wife uh, for their engagement party at the Jersey Shore. Yeah, that was that was really fun. I love reality television. Unfortunately, I don't really, you know, get much of that anymore. Well, that's fun. that's awesome. So everybody, you know, keep your eye out for for anything that they're doing and. And keep your eye out for when the movie goes to theaters. It's February 19th, right? I, I keep getting this Ninth. wrong. Ninth. Ninth. I don't know. For some reason, my mind always says the 19th. Um, so February Just think 9th. of second nine. <laughs> so keep That's my lucky number. That. Number nine is my lucky number. <laughs> and, uh, number seven is mine when Robbie was born the seventh. Oh, I was born on the 9th of the 9th, 1979. And on the 9th of the 9th, 1999, I was 19. Oh, well, that, <laughs> that's a good number for you then. I know everybody yeah. says 97, but 
That was it's born mine because Robbie 7th. was born on the seventh. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Oh, this was awesome. Thank you, you know, Robbie and Leslie Ann for taking some time and Leslie Ann, especially you on the road having to pull oh, over yeah. with some some craziness going on. But you know what? It makes great content. <laughs> my husband great was content. freaking out, and I was free. I was like getting an asthma attack, and so I'm like, oh, oh my god, how am I gonna? We're gonna be in the tunnel. I'm not gonna be able to do it. But luckily, you delayed it, and we we had just gotten out of the tunnel, so. Well, uh, it's been great having you on. You're such a blast. I love it. I really. I, I love, love you guys. Well, I mean, thank you for wanting to come on and, and talk and whatnot. And honestly, really, thank you to Screenbox Alex because he, you know, he hooked us up with all with everybody. Really, I was, he was like, okay, so we have like interview opportunities for pretty much the whole cast. I'm like, okay, give it to us. So yeah, uh, we're we're trying to champion, trying to champion this movie as much as we possibly can, you know, because it's a great well, film. Thank you. And, thanks uh, for that. I really want. You have a fantastic honeymoon as well. You, you oh, have... thanks. Yes. Thanks. We're gonna beautiful honeymoon, and I just want Robbie to make enough money to pay off his student loans. Yeah. <laughs> well, that that's the goal. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> and uh, Robbie, School you know... of Visual Arts in uh, New York uh, City. That's uh, where he went. Yeah. <laughs> Robbie, you keep but... doing what you're doing, man. Keep doing it. Thanks. I'm I'm excited for people to see my mom in Tinsman Road. Seriously, she's so good. I'm excited about it. I'm definitely going to be keeping my eye out for that. Uh, feel free to email me when that it's an opportunity for somebody to see it or or whatnot, and I'll try mm -hmm. to get there. And Dean, I'm sure you'll you'll try to uh, you know support it as well and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And everybody else who's listening and/or watching, you know, keep your eyes out for the Outwaters. Um, make sure you're going to be subscribed to Screenbox because it will be coming to Screenbox, I believe, uh, shortly after. A theatrical run um, which is really really cool and um, seeing no more indie films in theaters I think is a great thing and it's saving a lot of theaters really it's saving a lot of smaller um, indie you know cinemas out there that are showing indie horror films like you were saying Leslie Ann that people are saying that uh, horror is saving uh, saving cinemas and it's it's true it really really is because um, people want to go out there and be scared and see wacky films Especially like the Outwaters. Well, it's the a... Millennials—they're very, they're very devoted to horror, so they are bringing people back to the theaters. So thanks, Millennials and James Cameron. James Cameron, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, so thank you guys so much for doing this, and uh, Dean... thank you so much. Thank y'all. Mom, you. text me when you're home. Yes, I will. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, Dean. As always, thank you for being here as well. No worries, my brother. Dean, Sorry, I wish I could have seen your face. Oh, I'm so sorry. I wasn't on. Um, I can I, I can show you real quick, but you don't want to yeah, see. Yeah, I want to see your face. I just see this little white. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's a gray box today. Is what I'm calling. I'm him. a gray, gray box. box yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll see. I don't know what the lighting's like, but it's so. Weird. I'm so. Well, look at my lighting. I'm in the parking lot of Michael's Arts and Crafts. It's, 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 it's like gone uh, midnight here in uh, the, in the UK, and I've been working. Oh all day. yeah, and I, it's eight. And I, I look terrible right now, so. Hey. Oh no, you don't. You look pretty I mean, damn you cool. You could have my my camera that keeps it glitching out. <laughs> yeah. Or I'm you could be sitting my... in the dark, but we all die in the dark, don't we? We all die in the dark. Yes, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I've been a bit of a wreck. It's been like it's such a busy day, and I'm kind of like I was wild and woolly. I was like, oh no, they don't need to see me today. But they but see hey. somebody's shining their headlights on me right now. <laughs> <laughs> And also for everybody listening, keep an eye out for uh, Dean's hot sauce, hot sauce collabs that are coming out very, very soon. Um, he just landed one with Spider-1 of Power Man 5000, which is awesome. 
and a bunch of other stuff that you got going on. So make sure you're checking out Dean on Dean of the Dead Hot Sauce. Oh, yeah. We're we're terrified. Sounds good, Dean. Oh, we're doing one with Terrify as well. We're doing the Terrify guys. So, yeah. yeah if you ever Robbie, need, if you need a hot sauce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's where you like eat the hot sauce. and yeah. My husband loves hot sauce. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> all right. So I think this is pretty much all we have for this episode. Uh, thank you for everybody who was here and, um, you know, taking the time to talk to us and spreading more words about the Outwaters. Thank um, you. This interview, I guess we'll put it up. Dean, should we do it this Friday or should we do it next week? Whenever, yeah, I mean. Do it soon. All right, we'll yeah, do it Friday. Yeah. Why the hell not? Yeah. We'll, we'll drop this let's on Yeah, let's get some more hype. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's so do it. Thank you guys so much for doing this. And we'll thank see you. everybody. Thank you, guys. In the next Good luck one. with your hot sauce. Thank I'm you. Enjoy your honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay.